Pickaxe. Hello, my friend. My name's Sean, and I want to end your suffering. No, not like that. With meditation in my new podcast, Mindfulness for Gamers. Each episode, I'll take you through how mindfulness can help you to feel less anxious and frustrated and put you on the path of happiness, all through the lovely, grimy lens of video games. So make time to level up your mental health and take the first step on your spiritual skill tree. Join me and subscribe to Mindfulness for Gamers right here, right now. Howdy, folks! Uh, just a quick reminder, you can check us out on Facebook at Dungeons & Randomness. Uh, we have a fan page there. Give us a like. Uh, go to iTunes. Give us a review. Five stars would be appreciated. Or just give us some feedback. Let us know what you hate about us, then. That, that, that's also helpful. We can try and correct it. Uh, dnrpodcast.com. Uh, D-A-N-D-R-podcast.com. Uh, you can check out the forums that Jake White is probably going to have done by the time this episode goes up. Uh, we're going to have a roleplay section on there and a place where people can find games with each other and uh, just a real big community type of thing. Uh, so I'm going to get out of your way right now so you can listen to the new episode. Hope you enjoy. Let's do that thing where we go around the table and introduce ourselves. I'm Jason. I'm the Dungeon Master. Going around the table, starting with Bree. You know we're doing first. Hi, I'm Brianna, and I play Jadzia Grace, the human warlock. And Jasper. Hey, this is Jasper. I play Merrick Ethelred, human cleric. And Izzy. And Izzy and I play Una. Oh, wow. <laughs> I, can't, I can't muster anymore. That's it. That's all you're getting. Uh, <laughs> and Mac? I play Kaluna Vulgaris. <laughs> We're all just dissolving. <laughs> and Cat. Hi, I'm Cat Charlie, and I play Fee, the Change in Fee. Let me explain to our lovely listeners what's happening right this second. Um, it is currently Sunday. On the East Coast, it is 7.40 a.m. Now, that doesn't sound like a big deal. A lot of us have gotten very little sleep. On the West Coast, uh, we, we started getting things together at 4 a.m. Uh, so, it is... It, we're all very tired, so we're gonna we're gonna just put on the best show we can, and I don't know. I'll fix what I can in post. I don't know if we all hate each other by the end of this. You know why? So last time, the fuck happened last time. Last time, uh, you guys handed over uh, Marish to House Silverclaw, uh, specifically their leader Seraph. Uh, Fee actually struck a deal with Seraph uh, behind the group's back, uh, agreeing that. You guys would join House Silverclaw and be a part of their organization and hand over Marish. Um, in, in turn, uh, Seraph was going to uh, kind of take a back seat, and uh, it would look as though that he left the city with most of Silverclaw uh, to kind of give you guys some breathing room and let you run things the way you'd like to. In reality, he's going to be kind of sticking to the shadows and, and kind of remaining unseen unless he needs you for something. So how's about uh, how's about we pick up two days later? So who would like to roll a streetwise check for me, please? I guess Sounds like a fear Una thing. See what's your street thing? Um, not not as good as yours. Uh, my 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 last roll was the same as your bonus. So is <laughs> you're coming in super quiet? That's because I have no fucking. I know. Okay, there's a streetwise. There's a fucking streetwise. How do you like okay. that? 25, bitch. I, 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 I like it a lot. Thank you, ma'am. I appreciate <laughs> it. What's up on these streets? <laughs> Are they paved? 
<laughs> they are. Um, <coughs> the streets are poorly lit because everyone's in fucking bed. That's. <laughs> um, crime has taken a bit of a hit in Esterholt, guys. Um, it would appear as though that activity by the Grey Cloaks has all but dropped off. Silverclaw has apparently left town. Um, the only one who has uh, kicked up operations at all is Cecil. Um, he started, uh, he's gotten, you can see where he's probably gotten a bit more calm. Uh, he's, he's, he's seen where you guys, true to your word, have, have kind of cleaned up stuff. So he's kind of started to move back in a little bit with some of his, his with some of his with some of his smaller operations (laughs) this could spread ass blood on the walls i was about to say i'm about to lose cecil aren't i (laughs) this is this is the poor time to reintroduce cecil you get cut off of his butt cheeks (laughs) just for fun (laughs) what what would the group have been doing for the last two days Let's let's just stop it. It's not helping. Are there any other suggestions? <laughs> Jessie would have probably been studying like she always is. So, can I roll an Arcana check? Please do. Twenty two. Twenty two. What specifically? <laughs> what specifically? Uh, which book were you studying? The one about the gates. The one about uh, the the greater demon. Um, Probably the demon one. Sorry, guys. I could be doing more helpful things, but, um, soul. That whole thing. Yeah. Um, uh, Jatsy's actually finding out quite a bit. The demon that she had made a pact with, uh, is nicknamed the Dark Star. Um, and the, uh, she has kind of researched the ritual it would take to summon him. Again, extremely dangerous for her to even attempt right now, but uh, she could start getting together ingredients. Um, some of which are going to be a little tough to find. Uh, there may actually be some of them in the house if you were to look uh, look hard enough. Uh, a betting man would probably think that there'd at least be half of them in there. Maybe even some of the more rare ones. Um, blood, did you know, is going to be it's going to play a huge factor uh, when the time comes. Um, uh, beyond that, not not a huge, uh, not a great deal is known about him. Um, you 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 do know that um, uh, most of his stuff is bargaining, uh, signing over your soul to make deals, that that type of thing. He, he pretty much deals in souls. Uh, right now, if Jadzia were to die, um, she could not be brought back uh, because her soul is forfeit. Her soul belongs to this this demon. Fun fact. I don't know if we've ever discussed that. I'm pretty sure we have, just FYI. Mm. Um, which does kind of explain Jadzia's, I don't want to say cowardly nature. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> Advanced self-preservation. We'll call it that. Nice. <laughs> um, what about Kaluna? What's Kaluna been doing for the last two days? What has Merrick been doing for the past two days? <laughs> Gosh. Wait, Kaluna's been, she, she went into angry mode, right? She did. So how's she dealing with that? Um, she's mostly just following Merrick around, making sure nobody, hint hint Phallus, is fucking with him. She might have gone outside sometimes and just sort of hung out in the hedge maze. But mostly just following Merrick around, being grumpy. 
Okay. Um, we're going to have to resolve this whole Valisculona <laughs> thing. Uh, it's going to end in tears. Maybe. <laughs> T- today's the wrong day to do this. Yep. <laughs> yeah, maybe not, instead of doing it. <laughs> <laughs> um, what's Una been doing for the last two days? Um, I was just wandering around bored. Just for two days, just wandering around. Um, yeah, maybe like sparring, you know, practicing stuff, you know, jogging, but generally pretty bored. Okay. Um, what about uh, as far as Bree goes? Like, what um, have you had a hand in training her any further, or is that pretty much just on fee? Um, yeah, I'll I'll train her defense stuff. Okay. Um, Fee, what have you been doing for the last two days? Um, For the most part, Fee's probably been either uh, training Bree or um, just, like, uh, carting the stuff out of that that room that he found. Um, (laughs) uh, Possibly reading the book on the gates. I can't remember how how, how much he would have known about that. Um... Not a ton, other than that they exist. Yeah, uh, I don't remember. I, I don't remember you getting into that. Was more of a group three B thing. Uh, okay, but he 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 would know that. Yeah, that they exist. There, you'd know yeah. that it, they exist. They've never actually been tested. Well, yeah. they have been tested, but not by a person. Yeah, yeah. Um, so here's a question about the party. <clears throat> what was their reaction to? Fee kind of finding this this treasure trove of stuff because you guys are no longer broke officially. Yeah, that was our reaction. Well, it's Jadzia's money, so it's like, yeah. Well, I imagine I'd split it up with you guys, like whatever. Could have split it a few ways. Yes, splitting this up, uh, I believe that would give you guys three thousand gold apiece. I, I honestly think that Merrick would shy away from it. I don't think he would assume that it's his. He's only been around here for you know, a week or, you know, a little bit more than a week or so, something like that. I think he, especially after what's happened and he still has it, nothing's been truly addressed with the, the party. I think he would, he would shy away from it. Cause he's, he's got a bunch of, of loot himself. All right. I'll take 6,000 then. It's fun. I yeah, think he would um, see it as Jadzia's honestly. Kaluna doesn't care about money. So she would just be like, what is this? I don't want it. Cool, I'll take 9,000. <laughs> Anyone else? <laughs> Pretty sure I mean, Fee said he doesn't want money. Yeah. <laughs> Friendship is its own reward. I think that's what he said. I'll give Fee an extra 1,000 from the 6,000 I just got back as a finder's fee. Thank you very much. So I'll take 8. You can have 4 and Una can have 3. Money. <laughs> We all know we're all just going to spend it all on one big thing, like an arm or something, anyways. <laughs> you know, there is a guy you left in Winterhaven. I don't know what you're on about. <laughs> <laughs> I was born with this metal arm. <laughs> just saying, you did promise to pay him and then flee. Just throwing it out there. Yeah. <clears throat> Extenuating circumstances. We didn't want to pay him, so we didn't. <laughs> Seems legit. Uh... There is going to be a knock at your front door. What what time of day is this? Uh, this would be um, afternoon. Okay, I'll answer it. Okay. 
that thing you do with doors? Yeah, I'm, I'm, yeah, I was just waiting to see who would do that. It's usually you. Um, so standing at your front door uh, are two gray cloaks. Um, both appear to be drow. Um, one appear to be your standard uh, darker-skinned drow, uh, which means that he has lived above ground most of his life. The other appears to be a lighter-skinned drow, which indicates the opposite of that. Um, they both appear to be twins, though. Um, completely identical, other than the uh, variations in skin tone. I want to know their backstory, but it's pretty rude to be like, why are you darker? <laughs> oh my That's... god, Una, you can't just ask people why they're darker. <laughs> uh, what the fuck do you want? That's that's how we're opening. <laughs> um. Okay. Fine. Um. What do you want? Slightly better. Um. The lighter skinned, uh, the lighter skinned gal, uh, gal, the lighter skinned drow, uh, is going to kind of give this half bow, completely retaining eye contact while he does it. We don't mean to be rude. We would like to speak to you and your party. Okay, come in. I guess I'll go through the house. Just been like, hey guys, gray cloak visitors, parlor time, or something. Fucking gray cloaks. Could you be less enthused? <laughs> no. <laughs> okay, I was just checking. Well, that no was pretty enthusiastic. It actually was. Like, you're actually more enthusiastic about being not enthused than... Una is very unenthused by these people, so... Okay, that's At fine. least it fits. Okay. I'm trying. I'm really trying. I know, I know, I know. Um, so these two are going to just kind of be standing uh, standing in your in your parlor here, waiting for everyone to assemble. Uh, Valis will follow uh, Jadzie in from whatever she's... Uh, I guess she's still studying, so... Uh, Brie will come traipsing into the room after you make an announcement. Um, so after everyone's assembled, uh, these two are going to start to introduce themselves. Um, the lighter skin one is going to again bow to the group. My name is DL. This is my brother Kiel. You've had some dealings with our former leader, Marash. Correct. Our sources say that you handed them how Silverclaw you handed him over to them. Also correct. Do you understand what he was trying to accomplish in the city? Do we understand? Vaguely. Like, you understand that he so. was maybe trying to clean things up, but going about it in a pretty crappy way. Are they still standing up? Have they... Have they... Oh, they're still standing. Okay, Merrick's going to motion and, and say, have a seat. Uh, Kaluna is going to sort of interject, and she's going to ask why they're different colors. Because that's how Kaluna rolls. Your skin is made of bark. (laughs) (laughs) You care about skin color. She's confused. She doesn't understand people come in different colors. You've been hanging out with a tiefling. And a a multiracial household. Never asked Jadzia why her color was different. Just saying. I imagine Merrick would have stopped her. Like, no, 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 no. no, Merrick just Mer- at this point, Merrick just face Paul. Whatever. Like, go ahead. I was gonna say you guys are diverse as fuck. So yeah, like, gonna... Um <clears throat> uh, Kiel's just kind of kind of like bat an eye at that, just uh, and then just look to the rest of the party like is she serious? Like is that is that a real question or do we have to answer that? Yeah, I guess we, we, we know we know about, about Marash. 
you know, he's trying to do. I guess our main question is why you would decide to side with House Silverclaw. Well, we didn't have much of a choice. They kind of surrounded our house. We we heard about that. We would like to let you know who you're getting in bed with. You're great close. Poor choice of words, it's your dad. (laughs) (laughs) And you're not part of House Silverclaw? No. Jesus Christ. Allow me to clarify some things. Originally, we were hired by Silverclaw. Marash was. To destabilize things in the city. Make it more difficult for the mayor to keep control of things so that she would have to rely on Silverclaw. Marash had a different plan. To be honest, we were on board for cleaning up the city. Silverclaw didn't appreciate that. The problem is that while Mary Keller would appreciate getting rid of all of us, she doesn't have the resources to do that. She hired Silverclaw. They betrayed her. Afterwards, I'm guessing she approached you. Actually, we approached her. Either way, she would be trying to use you to clean up the mess she made. Our sources say that Seraph is still in the city, but keeping a low profile. We'd like to know what you intend to do. Hold on. This is a disaster. <laughs> so, so just, just to get things straight, the yeah. mayor hired Silverclaw to get rid of someone Silverclaw hired. Okay. The way it originally... Okay, so... Mayor couldn't keep control of the city. She hired Silverclaw. Yep. Uh, Silverclaw decided to betray the mayor. um, And... (laughs) Silverclaw brought in a smaller outfit... uh, The Grey Cloaks to kind of... Destabilize things even more in the city. Um, What that was supposed to do... Was just kind of... Kind of shake the cage a bit. Uh, Unfortunately, Mirage started killing off Town Guard... and, And... really, really doing things to, to, to just be a huge middle finger to the mayor. And if it were just a little bit of cage rattling, then the, the mayor wouldn't be so gung-ho about it. But losing, like, her captain of the guard and all that is a big deal. Uh, not to mention, it is a huge black eye on the city and the mayor uh, that she hired someone, she hired a criminal element, essentially, to come into the city, and then they are trying to take over now. It's almost like they're criminals. Um, almost. <laughs> so these are the gray cloaks. Yes. Okay. So we don't like them. Okay, sorry, I'm back. It's okay. weird how all these criminals are totally cool with cleaning up the city. <laughs> well, so like every gray- criminal we've talked to is like, we want to help the city. Well, the gray cloaks aren't criminals. I thought you um, said that they were brought in to be criminals. Well, they were brought in to. They, they they're more mercenaries. So they were hired just to do a job. That was Marash's thing. Like the, he, uh, he kind of started the Grey Cloaks, and that's more of uh, they're more guns for hire, like a very small version of like Hammerhand, something like that. Like people you can hire to, to get a job done. So so hang on. How, how many? Uh, Merrick is asking. How many Grey Cloaks are there in the city? I mean, what what sort of contingent are we looking at? How how many people are in this? Currently, we're looking at about two hundred. Of us. Wow. Cool. Okay, so the, the gray cloaks are not criminals. Not not 
not per se. They can they can be hired to do criminal acts, but Marash is kind of they follow him, and now he's gone. So it it was more a thing before he left. It was like we can do we can use this power for good. We can do that's kind of what he was doing. His version of doing good was uh, straighten up or I'll fucking murder you. Yeah. Okay. Um, how did how did they feel about Cord? Like, did he start a cult kind of thing? To recap, because is missed that I think. Uh, so to recap, yeah, the Great Cloaks aren't necessarily criminals. They're more <clears throat> just guns for hire. Uh, they were brought in by Silverclaw to just destabilize things more in the city. That didn't work out as Marash had other ideas of, you know, he kind of found Jesus and decided, no, 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 that's that's not the right way. We're we're gonna we're gonna clean up the city and uh, it's gonna be about strength and blah blah blah. So uh, Marash gets taken away. These guys no longer have a leader. They're kind of rudderless. Um, so what was your question there, Jatsia? I I I don't know. I was asking if he like how they felt about Cord. Honestly, we don't have any ties to Cord. None of us really worship gods. Maresh, in his final days, grew attached. None of us are exactly sure why. There's just something about it that spoke to him, I suppose. The reason we're here today is that we feel that there's a certain responsibility. We do believe in what Maresh was trying to do in his last couple of weeks here. We'd like to help you out in any way we can. Cool. So you're you're leaderless at this point, and looking to us, or are you looking for us to help you find leadership? It's not so much about the leadership. We can govern ourselves. For the most part, it's we started something here, and we'd like to finish it. How much do you know about Seraph? He's schemy. He's intelligent. He knows how to negotiate. And he slept with my mom. <laughs> um, up until they're all just kind of like, mm-hmm, yeah, yeah. And then the last part's like, oh, <laughs> this is a sensitive subject. We would very much appreciate it if it stays within this room for now. Seraph, up until a little less than a month ago, was the second in command of House Silverclaw under Ulanda the Blade in Brightport. It has been heavily implied that they had some sort of falling out. It has also been implied that Seraphin Esterhold is his attempt to grab power. That he may not even actually be affiliated with House Silverclaw anymore, but took some initiates with him and is attempting to set up a power base in the city. I think maybe we should write to Alanda the Blade. I think maybe that's our best bet. Yes. Let her know what's going on. You understand that that could bring... That could bring a large amount of trouble here. We could actually have an all-out war within the city. If what I know about Silverclaw is correct, I don't think they're ones for all-out war. A few skillful assassinations here and there, sure. But not sure war is their thing. Then again... Sorry, I imagine a war of rogues, like everyone just knocking each other over <laughs> the entire thing, just kicking the knee, kicking the other knee. They're all falling over and standing back up and kicking each other in their knees. 
or everyone trying to backstab each other all the time. Like, you know, <laughs> yeah. guys turning around like constantly. Yeah. Dance in the circles. <laughs> Everyone's got their back to a wall like, eh? Yeah. Eh? <laughs> yeah, beautiful dance, though. So, but as far as we know, uh, Seraph is gone, right? I mean, that's, that's what we, what we understand. That, that was the, that was the deal. Uh, that was the deal. They just told you. It's like, yeah, he's still in the city. He's just laying low. But he's surely he's on his way out. This it doesn't have to be our problem. Um, you're saying that to them. I'm saying that to them as Merrick. Okay, you're right. This doesn't have to be your problem. We do know that, as of recently, you have lived in the city. You, at least in some fashion, and employed by Mayor Keller. We wanted to come to you and let you know of our intentions. We do intend to try and drive Silverclaw out of the city. And then after that, we'd like to get rid of the one known as Cecil. We'll take care of Cecil. Do you have any thoughts on the mayor herself? Just a whore. She seemed well-meaning, but information that we've come across recently suggests that maybe she's a cunt. (laughs) Our sources indicate that. (laughs) The probability that she is a whore and or cunt is up to 87%. (laughs) <laughs> the data speaks for itself really. I made a pie chart <laughs> Numbers don't lie um, So they Okay, they're, 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 they're kind of give each other This side glance It would appear as though she has hired A new captain of the guard If the rumors we've heard About this individual are true He could be quite brash And violent I don't think she'd like to take any chances any longer She's seen that you have gotten results, and we don't think peacekeeping is what she's after. <sighs> okay, first of all, these guys seem like they're really well-informed, so we should probably make some sort of alliance with them. Because they know information that we don't. Mm-hmm. Clearly. Um, but also, fuck this mayor. That this is, this is fucking Overwatch all over again. That's what I was thinking as well. Yeah, I mean, she, she seemed... If, if anything, she just seemed misguided or maybe a little bit out of her depth and trying to figure out how to do things, but seems a little bit more crafty, a little bit, little bit more intelligent than we're, we're giving her credit for. Um, okay, so I'm going to ask these guys, um, what do you know about Mayor Keller, her policies, where she comes from, the entirety of it? What we know is actually she's quite popular within the city, at least until very recently. She started a, a very famous orphanage. Beforehand, there were uh, there was very little child care for those without mothers or fathers. As you can imagine, thanks to the Overwatch, there were quite a few of little tiefling and elf boys and girls. Besides that, crime has been the issue in Esterholt for quite some time now. That has always been something that she's wavered on. She seems to have had a soft touch. In fact, a lot of the criminals in the city regard her as somewhat of a pushover. Would you say that she is well-meaning? Is she consciously trying to disrupt peace in the city, or is she just out of her depth? Um, <laughs> uh, Deal's kind of going to look at Kiel and just kind of, like, nod. You, you noticed, um, the, the darker drow has been pretty much silent most of the time. Uh, and he's just going to kind of give this nod. Um, and the paler one is going to look back at you. 
It's our impression that she's more inept than ill-meaning. At least when it comes to the crime problem. Although signing a contract with Silverclaw was not the most intelligent thing she could have done, we don't think she did it to truly harm anyone. All right, well, you both seem like you have a handle on things. Less so you, and it's going to look at the um, Dio, is that his name? Dio? Yeah, Dio. Dio. Um, but it seems mutually beneficial to form some sort of alliance. Our goals are aligned. You are obviously valuable sources of information. So if you would like to tackle Silverclaw, we'll take care of Cecil and the less uh, sophisticated criminal element um, before assisting you. Um, they both kind of look at each other. That would be agreeable. Um, and um, Kiel is going to hold out his hand uh, to Una. Uh, yeah, she likes hand. May we also say that we're sorry for attacking you. You understand why we had to, of course. Completely understood. Sorry, we had to kill some of you. Um, he's, he's kind of nodding while he's like, oh, completely interested. And it's just like, this nod really slows down. It's like, sorry, we had to kill some of you. Just, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, these two are going to get ready and, uh, leave unless anyone has anything else they'd like to say. Uh, Fee, Fee will, will, uh, will, will have, have something to say with him. Um, he will, he'll go up to them and say, um, do you know where Seraph is currently? We can try and find out. The most we know is... He's been spotted here and there in the city. We do know that he is keeping an extremely low profile. Thank you. I would. I'd like to. Um, I'd like to know what it is. Uh, I'd like to know where, where where it is he is staying and, and what it is he is trying to do here. I was wondering if he is keeping any of his uh, people with him or if he's alone too. If you could figure that out. Go. <laughs> Sorry. Shoot! Get out of here. <laughs> We'll look into that for you. We'll get any information we have on him back to you as soon as possible. Thank you. Very much appreciated. Um, they both kind of nod and get ready and leave here. Well, uh, which would you like to tackle first? There's the mayor, there's Cecil, there's... I guess you're kind of avoiding Silverclaw right now. How would you guys like to tackle this? It's. It Go seems like the... <laughs> it seems like the mayor is she's a dead end in a lot of ways I mean she she may have been the instigator for some signing with Silverclaw and that sort of thing but it, it wasn't ill-intentioned even though it was it was kind of a dumb idea I don't know where we're going to get with her unless we figure out at some point that she needs to pay for something right now the, the biggest issue is it's honestly it's Cecil yeah, that's probably the easiest one to tackle. And then once we're done with Cecil, maybe we go and tell her that we dealt with Cecil. And that can be our way of getting to her diplomatically rather than charging in and being like, we don't like the way you're doing things, so fuck you. It's us now. Right. I, I mean, I think this this plays into exactly what we talked to her about in the first place, which was we're going we're gonna to help. And coming back to her and saying, hey, just wanted to report back in here for a second, but... We took care of this. We took care of that. We got Cecil's head on a platter or whatever, and uh, there you go. And then, and then measure it. Basically, check it out. 
I, I'm concerned about the new captain of the guard, though. Measure his head? <laughs> That's what I thought, too. <laughs> I don't know what that yeah, means. Uh, what, else, what, else do you, what else do you do with heads? Is that I don't a French understand. thing? Your wife does <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Is that what she was doing when I was over there? <laughs> I thought that was weird. <laughs> That's not the half of it. <laughs> But but if anything, the captain of the guard sounds a little bit like, okay, if, if she's hiring somebody and she's making poor decisions all along and she she's getting more and more desperate or more and more engaged uh, in some way and she's putting people in power, then I'm just saying we need to keep that in the back of our minds. But right now, Cecil's a known commodity, so let's go knock on his door. <laughs> um... Bree's going to kind of speak up. Why don't I just go do it? Talk to the mayor? I, I was thinking Cecil. Oh, dear God. Honey, no. <laughs> you alone go talk to Cecil is yeah, what I you're pitching. Don't see what's so wrong with that. I mean, honestly, he, he's probably afraid of getting stabbed again. I mean, again, that was a mistake, but I mean, he probably wouldn't do anything. I might be able to get some information out of him. Look, I I get that you're trying to take the initiative, and I respect the bravery. But honestly, I wouldn't go alone. I can go with her. If if things if things for whatever reason do turn south, we we can both get out very quickly. I don't see things going south. Last time we did go to Cecil with everyone, it. It did get very close to getting very, very bad. Last and depending we... on what we're trying to find out, uh, maybe, you know, maybe a couple of people isn't a bad idea. Last time we went to Cecil, I had a knife to his back before before anybody could really do anything. I don't think Cecil is really a problem. Fair point. Okay. I'm. If 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 you two go together, then I, I think that could work. Nobody is going alone to talk to Cecil. Um, she's just going to kind of like, just not, she's just going to look a little sullen about it. Like, fine. Like, like more like Fee's being attached to her as a babysitter. So, okay, here's what we'll do. So on the way uh, to the Twin Foxes pub, Bree's just, <laughs> Bree's not in a great mood. Um, the fact that you 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 were tagging along and 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 felt you needed to it's just it's it's kind of a kind of a sticking point with her um, and she's gonna look at fee um, look I, I appreciate you volunteering and and everything but you know I could have done this alone I know you can and you I think that you've done very well um, when interrogate when interrogating Maresh I I don't think that you need me along, but would you rather me or would you rather Una? If I had to pick between the two, yeah, I, I, you. How are everything between you and Una lately? I mean, they're fine. It's just, it seems like every time I go to do something, she's she's right there to cut me off, you know? I mean, I mean, don't get me wrong. I, I'm sure Cecil's kind of dangerous. I mean, surrounded by thugs, but... I mean, it's not like he's a criminal mastermind or anything. He's... I fought dudes who were way bigger than Cecil. It's just... I don't know. 
I, I wouldn't be surprised if, if she cared for you and doesn't quite know how to show it. And considering that you, um, you, you, you currently still don't have your powers, I wouldn't be surprised if she, she blames herself for that slightly. Una doesn't really seem the type to blame herself for too much. I, I'm, I'm sure she cares. It's just, it comes off more like, like coddling. You know, I, I, I mean, I, I get it, the whole death thing, and you guys went through a lot to bring me back, and I, I completely understand. It's, I, I just don't feel like I'm contributing anything. If it helps, I only feel that, 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 that I contribute through fights, but I know that, I know that I, I can and do shine when things are, when things are appropriate for me. We'll, we'll find something appropriate for you. And you will shine. Um, she's just going to kind of nod her head. You have reached the door to this pub. Now, how would you like to? How would you like to kind of handle this going in? Just kind of open the door and just look for Cecil, or is this kind of a like are you trying to make a show of it, like strong arm? How would you like to try and do this? Um, Bea would probably get to the door and turn to Bree and say. This is all. This is all yours. Imagine I'm not even here. Um, she's gonna kind of give this like faint smile. Um, opening the door. This place is littered with thugs. Uh, since the last time you were here, it would seem as though um, Cecil's not doubled the guard, but there's definitely a few more. <laughs> there's definitely a few more people in here than there. Uh, there were the last time. Um, maybe he's getting a bit more paranoid. Maybe he's... Uh, and with good reason. I mean, you did kind of stab him last time you were here. Uh, so, yeah, he may have a really good reason. Um, so, Cecil's going to watch you two walk in. And immediately after seeing Bree, he's just kind of give this look like, this fucking... Bree is going to walk over to the table with uh, with Cecil... Um, and not say a word, but just kind of like pull out one of the chairs and sit down. Um, and she's going to look at Fee to, to kind of do the same. Um, Fee, Fee, if, if she's like insisting that I sit down, then I will sit down next to her. But uh, Fee, Fee, would, Fee would rather stand behind her. Okay, totally cool. Cecil's, so Cecil's just kind of looking at her like, what the fuck? Like, you're just, you're just going to come in and sit down. Um, and he's going to look right past her and, and look at Fee. Why did you bring her here? She chose to come here. She, um, she wants to. So that's what she does. <sighs> what do you want? Um, and Bree's just going to... Kind of insulted that he stared right past her to look at you. Like, I'm going to speak to the adult real quick. Like, it's very insulting to just, you know, she's the one who sat down. She's the one who, yeah. Um, and she is going to uh, just kind of lean forward. Actually, we'd like to know why it is you think you're just going to pick up operations again. We were pretty clear the last time we were here that we were going to try and put a stop to crime in the city, and it looks like the first chance you got, you're trying to do business as normal again. Cecil's kind of going to regard her 
um, just kind of like a like a like a dog who doesn't quite like like just kind of like tilt his head, and then look back up at Fee. You came here alone to tell me that. I'm not the one speaking to you. You speak to the woman in charge at the moment. Um, he's gonna look back down at at Bree. Tell me, and he's 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 gonna lean in. What exactly are you gonna do to us if I don't knock it off? Let's say I don't really want to stop. What are you gonna do about it? Um, Bree is going to remove one of her daggers. Um, and she's just kind of sitting here at the table holding it. And she's going to look around. She's just going to kind of look around the bar. And floating right around you guys, there is Cecil and then five, uh, five of his thugs. And then there are another four floating around the bar. Now that's a total of nine plus Cecil. Um, and she's, uh, she's just kind of holding, uh, holding the dagger. And then she's going to kind of like stick it in the table. I'm trying to handle this reasonably. I'm trying to be the diplomat of of our little party. If I have to, I can go get everyone else, and we can talk about this a bit more forcefully, if you want. Um, And she is going to roll an intimidate check. (laughs) That is a 13. That is not as intimidating as I would have liked it to be. How does she have a plus 9? Yeah, that's that's a holdover. (laughs) Um... Uh, Cecil's just going to, like, just, like, that, completely not take that seriously. I have a counter-proposal. What say, my boys here, beat the living shit out of you, and then throw you back on your front stoop. Una can collect you, and then maybe you can all learn a little lesson about not coming in here and making demands. How does that sound? His uh, his boys are going to start to kind of close in around the table ever so slightly. Do me a favor, roll a perception check there, Fee. Okay. 27. Um, 27. You can see uh, you can see Bree visibly kind of tense up. Like, okay, this is not going the way she would like it to go. Um, she is going to grab at her dagger and kind of like pull it back out of the table. Um, and she's going to kind of collect herself for just a moment. <sighs> okay, you could do that. It probably wouldn't be hard, honestly. There sure are enough of you in here. But think about what happens after that. You can beat me up, and then you could toss me outside, or you can deliver me back to back to Una. And then what do you think happens? They're not just going to let that go. You're just going to give them a reason to come back here and be pissed. How about you think about what I said, and we can come back and talk another day. Um, she's going to roll a diplomacy check. That is even worse. Jesus. Um, uh, these guys don't seem to be swayed by that. Um, one of these thugs is going to go ahead and try and grab at Bree's shoulder. Uh, 16. That is not going to beat her. Okay, so let's do me a favor. Fee, go ahead and put yourself on the board somewhere in here. Uh, so this thug is going to move forward and try and just kind of, like, paw at Bree and grab her by the shoulder. Um, and she is going to, um, just kind of, like, duck out of it and, and back away from the table. And, uh, she is going to be standing next to Bree here. 
Uh, what it looks like it's about to happen is that these guys are going to start to close in around uh, around you two. Fee, if you'd like, I'd give you one chance to do something. Okay. Um, okay, Fee, Fee will step forwards um, and say, what do you know of House Silverclaw's involvement within the city? What do you know of Seraph? Uh, <laughs> um, Cecil's going to look at Fee. I know of them, yeah. Why? What would you make of it if I told you we've just signed a contract with him I'm sure I'm sure he wouldn't be too happy either if you were if you were trying to deal with with people in his employment uh roll an intimidate check 20 ah that's a crit crit you're saying you all work for Sarath even Stabby back there the whole team is on is on contract Cecil's going to look visibly, visibly nervous at that. Take her and get out. Don't come back here again. You understand? I understand. But I'm not saying that our paths won't cross again. Um, Cecil's just going to kind of nod, just like, yeah, yeah, just, just take her. Just like he's motioning towards the door with his head. Uh, so, Okay. Bree is now standing behind you, uh, just looking completely dejected. Just like that—that that did not go. That could not have gone worse. Um, are you going to leave, or is this more this 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 more flexing thing? Where it's like I'll leave when I want. Like you know, what are you going to do? Um, did you say that this was a bar? Oh yeah. Uh, if he's going to go down and uh, have a drink. <laughs> um. Bree's going to be like like half a step behind you the entire time. So she's going to kind of join you at the bar and just kind of have a seat next to you. But at the same time, just like have her back to you so that she could be facing the 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 group of very angry thugs uh, who are now uh, on the opposite end of the bar, just eyeballing you. So now you have a situation where they definitely want to do you harm. But... They're 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 holding off because if they were to do that, and the thing you said about Seraph is true, they would have House Silverclaw on them, and uh, they could all end up very dead. So the only thing they can do right now is just kind of eyeball you from across the room. Um, Bree's gonna lean over to 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 Fee. Is is what you just said true? It was the only way to stop the whole house being slaughtered. So wait, hold on. So wait, you actually did sign a deal with Silverclaw? Do you like living? Yeah, again, if I had a choice, I just... What do we have to do for them in return? Nothing at the moment. We... We we are in charge of the town. And they may ask us to do things, but... By the sounds of it, Seraph isn't affiliated with House Silverclaw anymore. So, it's not really an issue, is it? Does Does anyone else in the team know about this? They knew that we were signing the contract, and I suspect that they they understood the gravity of the situation. I'm sorry, but I'd rather I'd rather my friends lived than be subjected to anything that House Silverclaw would put them through. I I, no, I get it. I mean, it, 
We... You didn't have a lot of choice. I... I understand. It's just... I don't know. Seraph didn't seem like the kind of guy to just... Give you something for nothing, you know? I understand. If... When... When the time comes... I... I will be the one to deal with Seraph. I'm gonna go ahead and just... I think I'm just gonna go back to the house. Fee's gonna, uh... Go... Go as well. Okay. Um... So... Um... Let's see. Both of the... Uh, both Fee and Bree are gonna leave the bar and... and I guess make their way back across town and, uh... Head to the house. What would the rest of the party have been doing during all this? Probably sitting pins and needles in the parlor or something like that. Yeah, pretty much. Like pacing back and forth. Yeah. Kaluna would have been whittling. Whittling. (laughs) (laughs) Isn't that kind of like if we spent our time, like, flaying people? (laughs) Just for funsies? Well, in this house. Okay, never mind. Sorry. (laughs) Dumb question. Yeah. (laughs) She, um, she would have, like... I imagine the old table that got broken probably would have still been lying around so she would have like ripped a leg off of it and just whittled off of that she only uses already dead wood guys mm-hmm. so it's like us spending our time <laughs> just just make little cuts and dead bodies for fun <laughs> yeah, whatevs. it looks pretty guys again this house <laughs> dumb question <laughs> <laughs> Jubzio for her part probably fucking reading like nah <laughs> Uh, I I don't even have to I don't even have to ask, just I I kind of guessed. Okay, so <laughs> sorry, I'm catching up on Skype chat. Um, so Fee and Bree are going to get back to the house here, uh, and 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 walk to the door. Um, everybody who would be in the parlor, do me a favor and roll a perception check, including me. Well, no, mm. you're you're fair enough. No, that's fine. Yeah, you were there. <laughs> you, you know what's up. Uh, let's see, nineteen. Okay, uh, you're all gonna notice that um, while Brianna left the house, kind of, kind of confident in 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 doing this, she wasn't exactly happy that Fee was kind of with her, uh, but she was kind of confident in 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 getting the job done. This is a very different Brie walking through the door. Um. She just looks sullen and just kind of eyes cast down at the floor, uh, kind of defeated. Uh, Fee, for his part, is going to look pretty much normal. Uh, there was something to go get done. He did it, and yeah. Um, Una's going to ask Bree. So he's not going to be doing operations in Esther Hall anymore? He's all taken care of? Did you kill him? We didn't kill him. Just... I I think he got the message. He's probably going to back off for a while. Is that a bluff check? Um... should be a fucking bluff check. Uh, he probably will back off for a while. That's not really a bluff check. Like, it's not... Like, he's... Well, as far as criminal activity, no. I guess it wouldn't be. Yeah. Um, so... Yeah. What is her bluff? Let me look that up. Oh, Jesus. 15. Not even close. <laughs> oh, my God. She can't... She just... This fucking girl needs a break. Um, yeah, so that's 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 going to reek of a lie to, to Una. If Una wore a hat, 
I would just like sigh, go get my hat, put on my hat, and walk out the door. <laughs> I don't have a hat. <laughs> I need a hat. I guess I'd go shopping. Gotta make sure it matches my armor, though. <laughs> That's Confessions of a Part-Time Sorcerer. on sale now. Wizards <laughs> of the Coast. Um, uh, Una's gonna like swing her head over towards uh, Fee and then look over at Merrick and just say, <sighs> I think it's time we have to go for a walk. Yep. Yeah, I think just immediately Merrick would just stand up. He knows something's not quite right anyway. Uh, you know, Bree- Bree's demeanor was not great. So he's just going to, like, yep, okay, time for a walk. Um, okay, so I'm, I'm taking it you're going to go talk to Cecil. Yeah. Okay. Um, Bree is actually going to stay behind. Like, she's not even, she's not even going to follow you. Um, who is going to talk to Cecil? Party-wise. Uh, Kaluna will go. If anyone yep. comes up and tells John Z it's happening, I'll go. Yeah, yeah. I, Una would definitely go and like, collect her before leaving. Like, hey, we're going to go talk to Cecil. Do a thing. Brief failed miserably. <sighs> no, I didn't say that. <laughs> I know, I know, I know. Just that fucking... She has no place... <laughs> Um. All right, so let's do this. Uh, let's do this. Let's put everyone right in here, in the bar. Like, let's say you've crossed, you've you've crossed town, you've walked into uh, the Twin Foxes, and oh, let's drag Valus out. Can we kick the door in? You sure can. Let's do that. Roll an athletics check. Oh, shit. And I break my leg. <laughs> shatter your... Eleven. I broke my leg. And you shatter your... Luna <laughs> <laughs> is going to strut confidently up to the twin foxes uh, and slam her boot against the door and promptly fall backwards two steps as the door does not give way uh, but it does make a horrendous noise. I'm going to act like I meant to do that, and it was my form of knocking. <laughs> <laughs> Roll a bluff check, please. Really? Yeah. Okay, cool. <laughs> like when a cat rolls off the counter and then totally to stand up. Exactly. exactly. Damn, I can't fucking... I can't roll either. Incredible. I'm sorry, who was insulting Bree in the Skype chat during that entire thing? That was fucking pathetic, okay? Yeah, you're you're off to a better start. Um, I mean, I'm only bluffing my compatriots. It's not. Like- I know, but still. I, I think after well, all I mean, that. Uh, sorry. Go ahead. No, after all that, uh, after the the boot against the door and the bluff, and Merrick's just going to sort of reach forward and open the door, just <laughs> <laughs> and and then gesture for everyone else to go in before him. I picture Una slamming her boot against the door, falling backwards two steps, like. Like barely, like keeping, uh, like yeah, just like just totally not confident in her actions. Okay, yeah, I'm I'm gonna stride in, like like that was all planned, <laughs> calculated. Go straight the fuck up to Merrick, or not Merrick. Um, that's my friend. Uh, 
Cecil. Cecil. It's so early. Um, <laughs> That's my friend. <sighs> okay. Uh, roll a perception check for me, please. Thirty-one crit. Oh no, it's not mine. Uh, yep. Nope. My table's hella laggy. <laughs> mine too, for some reason. I think I might have to close and start over yet. <laughs> Twenty-two. There it is. There we go. Okay. Oh, I rolled a two, guys. <laughs> <laughs> so did I. I got a rock. <laughs> I got an 18 I feel it good it was a big rock please avoid in looking at anyone <laughs> I haven't already been in here once today yeah it's like ah, I scoped everything out the first th- the first time through it's okay um, let's see here uh, Jatsia uh, Jatsia America and Una are gonna notice uh, Cecil's demeanor. He's going to stiffen up immediately uh, after you walked into the after you walk into the pub. Look, I just had a conversation with Stabby. Those two weren't supposed to come back. We let them go. Just leave. <laughs> Una's just going to like grin, like, "Oh, you let them go." How sweet of you. Are you honestly telling me that you think you stand a shadow of a fucking chance against us? Is that what you're telling me? Because, Cecil, let's fucking go. I'm pretty sure you had a great time intimidating Bree and having fun and trying to fucking make her unconfident, but uh, it's time to fucking fight. Um, Cecil is going to step right up to Una's face. <laughs> I love when they do that. Now... How tall is Una again? 5'11". Dude, she said it like 300 times. (laughs) I know. I'm trying to paint a picture for the people at home. I like knowing the height difference. It's just every time you start with that. It's like, she's 5'11", I I remember. (laughs) I I know, but I'm painting a picture for the people. It's just... Cecil is shorter than Una. uh, By about three inches. (laughs) So while he is stepping up to Una, he does have to like slightly, like slightly crane his head upward. You know, just because you work with Seraph doesn't mean that me and my boys won't kill you. You can think you're safe, but if you talk to me like that, that just makes me want to do horrible things to you, Una. <laughs> Um, let's just keep that laughter in character. Uh, <laughs> I was going to say, this has nothing to do with Seraph. Do you, you honestly think you have the upper hand? That's fucking hilarious. And I'm going to hit him. Oh, okay. Uh, do me a favor, roll a melee basic attack. Okay. Oh, God, I kind of want to do like a daily just so I can make sure that I hit. Can I do a daily? Do I? So, I would say based on his confidence level of him just like wander, like sauntering up to you, and the fact that his nearest, uh, his nearest thug is uh, just a little over five feet away, 
Oh, well, there's one standing right behind Una, but... Yeah, I would say based on his confidence level, you could get the first hit off if you wanted to. Yep, I would like that. Okay. Okay. Um, no, guys, we're not trying to kill him. Same thing as uh, as Marish, just kind of uh, beat him down. But kill his bros, for sure. <laughs> they don't have names, we can kill them without any... Should I just should I just, with impunity? Should I just jump off with like the most if, the most the worst thing, Mars distribution? Oh God! <laughs> okay, fuck it. And you liquefy his skull. Um, <laughs> this one's with like all the fucking uh, all all the damage. Okay, um, roll. Yeah, it's gonna be a miss, but it's half damage. Okay. Boop. Wow, that's pathetic <laughs> half damage for my worst power. But alright. Uh, so 28. Okay. Okay. You're going to slam Cecil uh, with your hammer, uh, and it's more of a glancing blow, like right in the shoulder. Okay. Good enough. Um, and Cecil's going to kind of spin around and just kind of just, like, that caught him completely by surprise. Um, okay, let's add the party. And Valis, because you guys are in a fight now. Like, yeah. flat out. You're in a Yay. fight. I wasn't going to bother with intimidate. I figure getting the shit beat out of you is intimidating enough. I like to imagine that Una swung the, uh, the hammer, and it was just a little bit heavier than she remembered, and she, like, swung around in a circle, and now she needs to catch up to herself because she got a <laughs> Uh, for some reason, it's not adding my initiative. Uh, would you roll? Um, hold on. Uh, four. I rolled fourteen and twenty-seven. God, I love that you get to go twice. So I cool. know, right? That is seriously like the coolest power. Do not lose that sword. It's so useful because you actually hit things too. So it's like <laughs> double, double hitting things in the initiative. It's wonderful. I would like people to remember uh, the ones that uh, the ones that do complain uh, that Una gets too much. Like, I'd love us to make a chart of how many times you actually hit things. Get the fuck out! <laughs> I don't want to do that chart. <laughs> that chart is that fucking like encouragement to suicide. <laughs> I was about to say it would be probably a little depressing, but the next character I make, I'm fucking. They're just gonna hit. That's all. That's all they're designed to do is just hit everything. Your base thing is a plus 14. That ain't great. Mine's um, a plus 13, to be fair. Oh, okay. Really? Um, yeah. You seem to hit a lot. Maybe it's all those pluses that you get from, like... Well, you she also, also targets hit, fortitude. Yeah, you hit AC. Uh, yeah. So AC yeah. is usually harder for the things we're fighting. Um, what's fees? Uh, you said you rolled a 22 for your second one? Uh, 27. 27, that's right. Boom. Okay, and sort... Well, guess what? Fee's going to be going first. Nice. Okay, okay. Um, uh, uh, hang on, where is my... Oh, speed. My speed is six. Okay, so... Uh, move up six. One, two, three, four, five, six. Oh, um... Using... Oh, which one is it? Uh, tactical trick. Um, move up to speed... And uh, combat advantage against any enemy that has an ally adjacent to them. And 
uh, Shadowy Tendril, which is teleport five squares and make a melee basic attack. Uh, okay. So, one, two, three, four, five, which will get me there. Um, hold on. And then, um, plus two on that. That's a hit. Um, okay, so Shadow Tendrils. Uh, Cecil is dazed until the end of my next turn. Um, and I get to teleport him up to three squares. Should I put him between Una and the rest of the party? It doesn't make that much of a difference, but he's slightly further away from the rest of his men. Yeah, that's a good idea. I like it. Uh, Sorry, I was muted. Yeah, that seems like a good plan. Three. And we have damage. We have 18. And we have sneak attack. Oh, shit. He's already bloodied. Yeah. He might not even last. 18. Another 18. Two 18s. Um, And that is... That's my turn. Okay. Uh, Thug number four. Second before is going to move up and then fire a crossbow bolt at Una. And that's a crit one, so alright. Cecil. He has a plus twenty? Are you see oh my god. Jesus. But it doesn't matter if you'll crit one. Like <laughs> Well he, oh, Jesus Christ. Doesn't really matter. Jatsia, your turn. Um, real quick, I typed in Skype, but did I give away my rabbit's foot? What? I don't have it anymore. It's gone. Come on, full pack. Table glitch. Okay. You know what it does. No, I don't, actually. (laughs) I don't remember. Um, I think it lets me reroll. Rabbit foot gives you a plus 1d6. 1d6, okay, that's... Yeah. Alright. I'm gonna give that to Una later. (laughs) You don't seem to be hitting things. Would you like some help? (laughs) A little fucking paperclip. Um, you know, it might be time to go shopping. Yeah, yeah seriously. Now that we have money. Yeah. It's a good point, yeah. Okay, I will use um, not fortitude. I want to have reflex or something. Everything uses fortitude. Oh, where's my little demon guy? Oh, uh, that is uh, any, you know, like during the day, like he's just with you. Cool, can I have him so that I can use demonic possession? You sure can. Whee! Uh, as soon as I find him on the board. Okay. Um, I would like to put him right here in when he is ready. Cool. Alright. I'm going to use demonic possession on that dude that I just put my demon next to. Let's try this. This will be fun. Let's try. Please hit. Damn it! Okay, never mind. Wait, no, I'm going to use heroic effort. Hey. 25? That'll hit. Sweet. That'll hit. All right. So you slide the target up to a number of squares equal to its speed. The target then makes a melee basic attack as a free action against the creature you choose. The target has combat advantage for the attack and a plus four power bonus to the damage roll. If the attack misses, the attacker is dazed until the end of his next turn. So I want to put him 
here. And I want him to attack this asshole face. Cecil. Um, yeah. let's remember we're not trying to kill Cecil, so non-lethal blows. Okay, non-lethal, whatever. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> um, this, uh, so this thug is going to wander over. Looks like he's trying to fight it the entire time, but he's going to wander over, raise his hammer above his head, and swing at Cecil and miss. So, at least number four is dazed until the end of the next turn. Wait, um, he has a he has combat advantage. No, he doesn't. Yeah, he does. I said the target has combat advantage for the attack. <laughs> sorry. Sorry. You know, the thing I said. The thing I said. Bad. The same thing. Wow. That tone of voice. Damn. I'm, I'm sorry, Bree. You know, you're a it's fucking terrible. idiot. No. You know how I fucking said that thing not six seconds ago? Retard. Uh, <laughs> to be fair. Okay. Like Sorry, you just have to be about the height <laughs> thing too, and it's just piling up. <laughs> this, this this thing where you imagine yourself in tears by the end of the session. Yeah, it's, it's coming. <laughs> it's always the one you least suspect. <laughs> the prophecy. Yeah. <laughs> so twenty six. That'll hit. All right, it gets a plus four power bonus to the damage roll as well. Ooh. Um. Uh, 13 damage to Cecil. Wee. Um, anything else? Um, I will also use my war- Warlock curse on 4, because I feel like it. Okay. Hey, Valis's turn. Uh, Valis is going to move let's see, one, two, three, four, five. There's probably one of the only chances he'll be able to use that fire teleport thing. I was about to say, he's (laughs) going to teleport uh, he's going to teleport to here and then move up to Cecil. And let's use man. You know what? Let's use twist the knife. Non-lethal. (laughs) Non-lethal. <laughs> These are going to be some non-lethal stabs to the kidney. Uh, like little prison shank stabs. Yes, just like <laughs> <laughs> let's get you unconscious real quick. Uh, first attack. Oh, come the fuck on! You know what? No action point. Let's do that. Um, I don't want to use a daily. Kind of want to use a daily. Just use it. Are we going to fight all that many things? Okay, whatever. Uh, from Hell's Heart. Let's try that. That'll hit. Yay. 41 damage. Okay. Jesus. But non-lethal? Non-lethal. But non-lethal, yeah. Uh, uh, that'll be enough to... I almost said cut Cecil down. That's not what we're trying to do. Uh, that'll be enough to knock Cecil unconscious. Valus uh, enough. Valus uh, was smart enough to kind of pick up on what you're doing. Um, you guys, want to try diplomacy or intimidate our way out of the rest of the fight now? Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Mm-hmm. Just grab him. Yeah. Like, We've got him. Seriously, do you care this much about that piece of shit? Thanks, guys. Next round on, round is on us. Colony, <laughs> <laughs> your turn. Down. Um. Well, I don't think anyone wants Kaluna to try and diplomatize. Just throwing that out there. Fox, no. So, um, let's 
Um, I don't know where the fuck to put him. Um, um, to pig. Where should pig go, guys? <laughs> Let's just put him here. And he'll just he'll just use a basic thingy. Uh, against thug number two? Yes, let me find it. <laughs> I get the two mixed up. Okay, stalker's strike. It's wisdom versus fortitude. Let's see how this goes. Roglet. That'll hit. Oh, oh that's a, a crit! crit. <laughs> hey! Do you want to let your Facebook friends know you scored a critical? Yes, I do. <laughs> Sucker. <laughs> It's my first, my first combat crit, guys. I've done. I for my first like three, I had the combat, the, the crit one. Oh wait, Check I didn't. Where's this? Just make sure you turn it off later, because it will happen every time now. Because you said yes. Oh god. Here we go. You can there. change your settings. I don't even remember my password for Facebook. Anyway, yeah. That's that'll be my turn. Uh, that will kill him. Uh, thug number eight. Let's see here. Thug number eight is going to wander up behind Kaluna and use his warhammer against her. Asshole! That'll hit. That was really loud. <laughs> Nine damage to Kaluna. Oh, uh, Merrick. Uh, let's see. So Merrick's going to. So his speed is five diagonally. How does that work? Is that just five diagonal, or is it? Uh, yeah. Well, I mean, in any direction. Five. So he's going to move up right next to Valis. Um, okay. And then let's see here. Going to go for. One second here. Take your time. You do have a plus 13 towards diplomacy. Is this one of those things where we'd have to do them all individually, though? Because I don't want to do that. No. This is this is more... Game, so. Yeah, once the leader's down, it's, it's more or less... Like, he's not dead. He's just unconscious. They're paid to protect him, so the only reason they're still fighting is that he's laying right there. They're going to try and, like, drag him away. <laughs> but, yeah, right. this is not a... Is has anybody done anything about him being unconscious? Like, are we are we trying to grab him and just make our way to him, or are we just leaving him on the floor for the moment? Um, I mean, Valus just smacked him and knocked him to the ground, and that's basically it, right? Yeah. He stabbed him very nicely. Yes. yes. Gingerly stabbed. Right. I've described that power before. That would murder someone, but um, yeah, for this right. for this particular fight, let's just say he <laughs> slammed him on the head with the hilt of the sword or something. Right. I think um, honestly, yeah. At this point, Merrick's Merrick sees the situation as like we've we've got what we wanted, and they're gonna they don't need to be fighting this fight anymore. So he's going to <laughs> he's going to sort of do the the uh, the Russell Crowe in the Coliseum thing. He's going to look around at everybody, sort of like do a do a pan. Are you not entertained? And and um, and and say the next round's on us. And then he's going to start going for Cecil's unconscious body 
as though he's just going to grab him and pick him up, ready to take him out. Um, I don't know if that would be diplomacy. (laughs) Yeah, roll a diplomacy. If this doesn't work, we just put a giant target on the back of our fucking werewolf. Uh, oh, shit. <laughs> uh, oh, Gorgeous. Oh, good. Um, these thugs are going to start looking at each other, and you can see them doing the math in their head. It's like, have we been paid enough to be bothered with this? And they all seem to come to the same sum of, nope, not so much. <laughs> um, they're gonna, they're just gonna kind of like kind of put their hands up and back up just everyone kind of takes it one step back um, and they're going to allow you to take Cecil um great excellent perfect yeah I think uh, Merrick would try to pick him up and put him over his shoulder if that's possible uh totally Cecil's not that big <laughs> and and then immediately just basically assuming that the diplomacy was going to work himself put him on his shoulder and then make his way over to the bar because he did say he'd pay for the next round and be fishing out some, some gold to just put on the, on the bar and then make his way out towards the door. We will go open the door for him. <laughs> Thank you. Very gentlemanly. <laughs> uh, guys, I think that's probably a pretty good time for us to stop today. That was good. That was fun. <laughs> Yay! It's a good way to start the day after the initial Minimum bloodshed. I wish I were dead. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Uh, so in the future, we'll probably be scheduling sessions not as early as this. I, yeah. I can't. When we were doing like the full swing, the, 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 the crazy days of every weekend there was a group three. I remember us doing morning sessions. Mm. I know they weren't 7 a.m. or 4 a.m. or yeah. whatever. But I do remember us doing some early morning sessions. I think the earliest I got up ever was five. Five, yeah, that was. But yeah. that's like there's a whole different era between five o'clock and four o'clock in the morning because four o'clock is like yeah. you stayed up too late. Five o'clock is like you're waking up really early. Yeah, yeah, I, I, yeah. So I, I want to thank everybody for getting up early and and except for Cat. Cat, <laughs> <laughs> how was it to play like during the daytime? Yeah, how was it to be a normie? It's very nice. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is gonna have to be the new norm now because Cat liked it. <laughs> no, it's fine. I'm, I'm very much a, a night out anyway. So Friday night, Saturday night suits me well. Okay. okay. Well, there's no reason we can't do a fucking session at noon, and it'd be like your five o'clock. Like we could do yeah. a compromise. We don't have to. We don't have to have you up till dawn. I say from now on, I think ten is a good starting point for right. East Coast people. Yeah. Yeah. I'm. Shit. I'm going to be West Coast soon. Let's do, <laughs> let's do noon. Let's do noon. Yeah, noon sounds good. Noon East Coast or noon your guy? Because that would be three here. I don't. Yeah. Uh, noon, noon East Coast. Cool. Yeah, that sounds good too. I'm good with anything. <laughs> anything that's not seven in the morning. <laughs> yeah, fuck this. I'm going I back think, to bed. Yeah, I gotta I be somewhere in an hour, but I'm going back to bed. <laughs> I'm gonna try and grab a nap. I'm yeah, sorry, I'm trying to sleep before this awesome. So session. See, yeah, I woke I gotta... up at six thirty yesterday. Anyway, so I'm okay. What the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> I have college. Oh, uh, I didn't oh, even yeah. know there was a six thirty. <laughs> um, you will soon know it. You, you, no, you will soon know tell it. Me about it. Tell me about it. <laughs> this is for voting. 
Um, you guys uh, get some sleep or enjoy the rest of your day or whatever you decide to do. Uh, thank you very much for sitting down. Thank you. Good luck tonight. Thanks, everybody. Thank you I will say good night, everyone. Okay. <laughs> good morning. Good, good night, good Izzy. Night. Bye, guys. Bye. People of the Overwatch, for almost two decades I have kept you safe within the walls of this city. Free from the fear the rest of the world lives with every moment of every day. For outside these walls you will find only violence and despair. It is a place rife with evil beings that want nothing more than to destroy and create chaos. Even now, they gather at our gates. They are jealous of the lives we have carved out for ourselves. And they would do anything to take it from you. They would lie to you and plunder your possessions. They would destroy your crops and slay your cattle. They would burn down your homes and murder your families. They would steal the life you have so justly earned. I would never allow this to happen to my flock. I have worked tirelessly to ensure the safety of every citizen of the Overwatch. Under my rule, crime is a distant memory. The good people of this city are free to live their lives completely assured in the knowledge that every day will be as prosperous and secure as the last. I promise the entire world shall see a new dawn, where all people shall know this security. The heathens shall resist. They will lash out against this change and attack. They will fall under the blade of the Overwatch as we shield Theria from tyranny and dread. Strahd himself could not stand against our righteous fury. Let the light of the Overwatch continue to be a beacon of hope for all of Theria. Let us drive back the invaders into the dark corners from which they've sprung. Let us ride as a single entity and say in one voice that we shall not give in to tyranny. Long live the Overwatch. And long 